This podcast does contain spoilers, so if you're okay with that, listen on. If not, pause the podcast, go watch the movie we're about to talk about, and come on back. All right, sweet. Excuse me. Brian, uh, over here. Hey. Pardon me, pardon me. Why don't you have the popcorn? It's starting! Woo! <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Shut up. Shut up and listen to the podcast. Hey! There's a lot out there to see. This is what we watched. As we've mentioned casually, you're a proud owner of the Alamo season pass, right? Yes, I am. Hell yeah. You've been going a lot more, right? Absolutely. How do you like it? Uh, I love being able to just walk in and sit down. I don't have to. I I hate when they're like, when the employee like at the front casually like wants to look at my phone, like. Yeah. screw you they're gonna look at it up there. exactly you're like, not the you one doing? checking it who cares um that no. happened to me once in like december and i was mm. like you're you're gonna you're gonna make me late I for know, this right? movie like <laughs> yes the, i shouldn't have been running behind i get that still, like but the worst is like <laughs> when they are they're also helping somebody yeah and then yeah. you have to wait for them to help them to then right come to check just yours. be like i'm good I'm you like, can go you can go you, bitch, you, you have, have my permission to walk inside get out of here i'm not even gonna stop <laughs> yeah i've stopped even like glancing at them if they say hi i'll you know give a nice little wave or something but hello yeah what's up how you doing <laughs> that's about that's about where that interaction ends um so yeah so i like i like it um i like the ease of ordering i don't like the convenience fees that's still annoying every time i buy a movie but i'm too afraid that uh it's going to be sold out or the seat i want isn't going to be available if i go oh, buy yeah. in person i personally i just even though i go in like the afternoon so mm-hmm. with like six people or mm-hmm. something i still do the convenience fee because it's like what two bucks or something mm-hmm. and if it's two bucks a movie ticket i still make my money like i still make the money back that um cost the per month absolutely um, absolutely kyle as we all know my brother mm-hmm. he uh he sent me i think it was costco maybe was selling for you can get a hundred dollars worth of gift cards for alamo for 75 nice which nice. is uh i might be running to costco soon yeah those Heck, I, yes. I always forget when i'm at costco or sam's club I always forget to look at that section, the gift, the gift card section, because mm-hmm. uh, I just don't consider that to be an option. This is what we watch. <laughs> this is a podcast about movies. Uh, sometimes we get to the movie, and sometimes we just ramble on for a oh, little bit. Oh, we will not be getting to the movies today. Well, we're, get, we're getting to not a movie. We're getting to many movies. There is no movie. Dun, dun, dun. Today is Today is definitely a chill day. I feel like there's a handful of movies that... We didn't really talk about. Mm-hmm. I think it needs worth a little talk, not a bunch. Um, also, there's some movies coming up. You know, Dune trailer came out. I'm very super excited about some other movies. So, you know, Astro City is the most. Uh, I'm very, very excited for that one. So, and I don't understand it. Yeah, there's a there's just kind of a little bit of a pile up of things that we've seen, wanted to mention, but didn't want to do a whole episode on. Yeah. So we're not going to spoil any of the small movies either. Uh, we won't be spoiling anything. We'll just be talking about and, um, you know, tell you guys either watch. Look out for it coming on streaming. Maybe I don't think any of these are even still in theaters. Depends. Yeah. there You can you can polite, find some things. Polite in, Society might still be. I think Polite Society is still in. Um, I don't know why. I guess I think we'll, Guardians we'll, in the Galaxy might be. That should still be playing. Know, but nobody's seeing that. 
but yeah, again, it's we it, were horribly wrong on the numbers. <laughs> were we? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Well, so speaking of, we do have some. I have some like random um, facts for everyone. Okay, know, just fun facts. Um, preview numbers. So movies when movies come out, mm-hmm. and they'll come out on a Friday. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday will be the weekend numbers. But what happens is, and what there was random speculation, not that we'd ever do that, Brandon. No, of course um, not. Is that before that, they have what's called previews and stuff. So you can go see it on Thursday. Guardians of the Galaxy, you can see it on Thursday. Sometimes, you know, they do it beforehand. But what they do for the numbers and box office-wise is they take all the previews and they just add it to the first day of the weekend. So Friday has all of Thursdays included. Really? It's not so, separate. Correct. So right. Thursday, so Guardians of the Galaxy, for example, um, it made opening day 48.2 million. Jesus. Which, but that includes the 17.5 million it made in Thursday preview. So technically Jesus. it only made 30 million on Friday, you know, 31-ish or whatever. Sure. Um, on Friday and then it tacked on the 17 million. Okay. So uh, way, way under. Uh, yes, from so, my guess. Uh, <laughs> yes, your, um, guess, your guess was thirty million. Yes, from a random circulation previous. last time, I believe. <laughs> but uh, but in general, so we so we can remember moving forward, mm-hmm. and so everyone knows box office mojo. I did compare um, one of the places I I found this at was um, thenumbers.com, which have a lot of box office numbers. We usually use uh, box office mojo, but I compared the their list of. Um, one of the biggest like previews and stuff with box office mojo and it matches up. Um, the Thursday previews are included on Friday. Interesting. All of them. Yeah. But also good to know and, and good to know that uh, someone's keeping track of that shit. Me. <laughs> I am. Um, I did find, if you want to guess, and it's more just fascinating to me, the, uh, so the, um, the numbers.com does have um, the biggest previews in uh, domestic history. And the most money made on previews, which is the day before it mm-hmm. comes out. Um, so the uh, you can if you want to guess the number one with the most previews ever, it's sixty million dollars in previews. Sixty million in previews, and then that whole Jesus. weekend they made three hundred and fifty-seven million dollars. It's either going to be one of the avatars or one of the uh, Avengers. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go end game. Ooh, yes, you are correct. Huzzah. Nice. Uh, Yeah, 60 million. uh, 16% of the weekend was um, previews. Wow. Which which I find fascinating. And usually around these like 16 to like low 20s seems to be the average. Except for there's one movie that you're never going to guess what it is. But it, it was literally... The the on the opening weekend, this mm-hmm. movie made sixty four million dollars. Okay, and their previews Healthy. were forty six percent of that. Oh my god! They made thirty million dollars on previews, so it can't happen. Apparently, it is the <laughs> Twilight Saga Eclipse. Oh Jesus! Thirty million in previews, uh-huh. and then only sixty four the rest of the weekend. <laughs> hey, hey, babe, I uh, let's go see that movie you wanted to go see, and we're gonna. I want to get out of the way because I have a lot of shit I want to do on this crap. weekend. That's not even the last one. That's like the wow. middle one, isn't it? I think I don't so, know. I assume the first one is Twilight, Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> and then a uh, Breaking Dawn. 
is think is number two and then is, is no breaking dawn is definitely the last one because oh, they have the part one? one and two gotcha. and i know so this eclipse is... because it's literally on the list right above <laughs> <laughs> eclipse okay so that's the only reason it's okay, got a later gotcha date. gotcha just so everyone understands eclipse why is two it. and breaking dawn is part one and part two okay gotcha it's three but still that's crazy two. it's like the middle one there <laughs> and then people just came back for the other two made 30 uh-huh. million in previews again that makes no sense that to me. seems insane to me wow I wasn't that far-fetched, I guess, but... No, yeah, uh, it wasn't. I mean, definitely wow. for Guardians, because apparently mm-hmm. it is not making a ton of money. Well, the, and the other reason why I, I uh, think back to when I when I was guessing 30 million in previews is because it's a, it, you know, Marvel shows up at the front end uh, so much stronger than it does, you know, throughout the rest of its run, whichever movie it is. So I was like, yeah, you know, it's going to... it take up a, a, a shitload of theaters it's going to take up a bunch of screens everyone's going to go see it in the first three to four days so yeah let's push as much up front because people are going to want to see it before spoilers start getting leaked mm-hmm. I, man I, I was not close i will say on the top five biggest top six biggest previews just like the most money 40 million or, or over um there is three star wars one harry potter and then uh, Spider-Man and Endgame. Wow. So it's only two Marvels of the top six. Wow. Seven is Infinity War and then eight. But, you know, I got to make my numbers feel better. <laughs> it is. It's okay uh, numbers. <laughs> it is crazy. Uh, speaking of movies not making a ton of money, mm-hmm. let's check back in with <laughs> Bo is Afraid. Yeah. yeah it's such a. Such a moneymaker that uh, Ari Aster, so they, I that, know. Uh, we A24 talked, decided they're going to give him his, all their money. We talked so positively about it, and we're like, this is so great, this mm-hmm. is the biggest budget, mm-hmm. we're so happy, did a, lot, did a lot with it. And then we <laughs> then turned around and I went, huh, it has only made, so far it's out two, three weeks, four weeks, six weeks. At the, at the time of recording, I years. believe it's only three weeks sure i believe you and sure. it's only at uh 8.6 million <laughs> which Jesus um Christ. is not great and i don't see it i don't see it beating out gardens of the galaxy right I, now <laughs> so not, i assume not it's this weekend <laughs> yeah, not so this well, weekend. maybe next weekend <laughs> once they have the guardians drop off right maybe right um but i i also noticed because there was an article about well because so in the article they mentioned the the budget is 35 mm-hmm. and then they claim that the budget for most movies, and they just speculate though, is the same as the production budget. So they are claiming that it's up to seventy million. Oh wow! That would that is what they would need to uh-huh. make back. So then I start I started thinking and trying to figure out because I was like I I, I never do know mm-hmm. is how much they spend on marketing in general because they we, don't like to announce those numbers very no, often. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. And, and it makes sense why it's not in the budget because it's more, it's on the distribution company and mm-hmm. not the production company. Right. So when we like talk about budgets and like Bo's Afraid made 35 million, that is the production budget. That's not like the overall budget. So there's always some more. Um, but so then I started doing some research. There's nothing that's like concrete. I saw various numbers, but generally people, it, it, what it seems like is the average that they spend on uh, marketing is about $35 million, which I think is be- the average because the average movies that mm-hmm. I saw, mm-hmm. like budget for a movie in general, is around $70 million, Sure. $70, $75 million. So it seems to be about half of the production budget they will spend on marketing. Gotcha. I think some spend more. Mar- Marvel probably spends more because 
it's so important getting people into the movie theater the first week or right. so. Right. So it's like that's when you need to make your money back is that first weekend. So it's like we're going to spend $100 million to make, you know, 400, 300 million or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Um, whatever it's going to cost because we know we're going to make more than that. So we need to push for the ones who might be on the fence or who aren't planning on going to see it going, all right, well, if everyone's, if everyone seems to be raving about it or talking about it, you know, then it gets a little more draw, but, and, you know, and that's a little bit uh, of an unfortunate circumstance for the, you know, the little, littler movies, you know, that don't Mm. have that budget. Do you think it's going to, do you think it's going to change a 24 mindset at all? Because (sighs) frankly, it might, because we talk about, Oh, one when one of A24's mm-hmm. hits, mm-hmm. it pays for the next three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now in reverse, it misses. And if it's at eight million right now, mm-hmm. you think digital downloads or whatever are going to be sixteen foot? No, every, <laughs> even if we get a couple more million, so let's round right. it out to ten. Yeah, then that's where I was going. Like the let's budget, just say it's ten. Yeah, the budget was thirty five. Let's not go crazy. They they did say ten million in in budget, mm-hmm. so we'll go up to forty five. Mm-hmm. Round it out to fifty just to make things. So they hypothetically lost 40-ish million. Yeah. That's two or three movies, like movie production budgets right Just, there. Right. In, in general of, doesn't matter what style, doesn't matter who it is. It's that, that's a hefty chunk of change to lose. Um, I mean, now we're, when we're talking A24 specifically, they're in the four to $6 million budget. Very rarely do they go over, you know, into double digit in the millions. So that's even more than two. That's... We're talking 10 plus movies that, you know, they they cannot finance now based on this one flop. And it's a flop uh, in the box office, I I would say. Critically, I don't know. Is it, are we, have we crossed that 70% threshold? As in, you want to be Sorry, I guess it's 50% on Rotten Tomatoes to make it a fresh versus a a not fresh rating. Oh, I mean, is that what the flop versus not flop? Is that what we've determined? Uh, No, I just was was, uh, throwing throwing words and numbers out trying to see if it, uh, (laughs) if I was making sense, if if the voices in my head were making any kind of sense. They never do. They never do. Um, Well, I just didn't know, because you said, you know, critically, is it a flop? And then we went to Rotten Tomato being those numbers. Yeah, because if it's- It's currently at, um, critically, 69%, nice. And then audience seventy percent. So, so I, don't, yeah. I mean, so I, don't, I would say it's not a failure, uh, but it's definitely not a. Yeah, I don't think it's a flop. Definitely not. I'd a say success. a flop would be in the forties or lower. Fifth, uh, maybe fifties. No, I don't know. But you think you think if something's under sixty percent, you feel good about that? <laughs> you, don't feel, uh, no, you don't feel not cool really. about that. I feel like <laughs> that is definitely. And it's seven point two on uh, IMDb. Gotcha. Yeah, I feel like so. if I roll in and it's a fifty nine percent, I'm like, ah, that is, mm-hmm. uh, that is unhappy. That is, that is, uh, most people did not like this. Yeah. Um. But I. Uh. But you saw you seen some smaller good thing. Yeah. Hopefully, I, I hope. <laughs> well, some smaller good things. Um. I've been uh, keeping a list. I've got. So I think we. I mentioned air. Hey, I was waiting for that. Um, I check it much like at least twice a day. It's disgusting. So I, I think we, I mentioned Air, uh, Suzumi, Renfield. Maybe we, we, we touched on. I mean, Renfield. I, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, Suzu- so yeah. So Suzuki or whatever. How mm-hmm. the hell you said that? We definitely have not talked about. Okay. And Air, I thought we did, but I don't know if that might be your, um, Facebook thing. True. True. That that. Yeah, you know, no. just- so yeah, so I've seen uh, a couple of good things like that um, and some not great things either. 
What do you think of Sizu, Shiju, Shaju, Shishishi? Did the not care for old it. Western version of John Wick. Basically. Yeah, the, the, it's the same production company, I think. Is it? That I believe so. Yes, it, I mean sense. it definitely is. Let's do yeah, uh, John Wick meets Rambo, but let's set it in in Finland or Norway in World Finland. War II. Yeah, but then none of the characters are going to speak. I knew anything. I, I <laughs> English. I knew you'd be so mad about I'm that. So pissed about that. Dude, it, it's annoying to the point where it's like it annoys me that it interrupts <sighs> my movie shit because when I'm watching it and like, uh-huh. God, I'm gonna have to hear Brandon complain about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a but huge also thing. only half of them. Like the 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 enemies that he was fighting on the road uh-huh. spoke English. Yep. But then when they got to like the other ones, mm-hmm. like the women, mm-hmm. and then I think the dude on the plane. They didn't speak English, or they've spoken in like broken English. I didn't think. Where... So. I thought they they had subtitles, but I could be wrong. It's been a hot minute since I seen. I it. think when they were talking to each other, they were speaking whatever language they were. You know, uh, the what whatever language they were from. The women, I assume you're yes. talking about. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> the the I... regions language. Finnish. Sure. Um. But then when I when the main character or the main antagonist, the the uh, colonel or whatever that. The, the main Nazi, uh, when they got involved, no, now we're speaking English. And my main thing is when you're doing a period piece like this, and, and I'll, I'll touch on that one with Chevalier as well, the French and the Germans hated the English, like fucking hated the English. Because there's a lot of countries out there that love us. Well, no, no, I, I'm talking <laughs> Britain. I'm talking like, oh, I not, not even, yeah, not, not American English, like the English language, but also the English from Britain. There's no way that unless you're one of the most educated people or going to use it uh, to your benefit, you're not just casually going to know an entire language of someone that you hate. I mean, I, you probably would just because that's the most predominant language. Yes, absolutely. I mean, yes, 100% because it's most business comes from uh, America and English and most people because, again, we don't learn other languages. Right. So the most common is English just because it's easier for all of them to learn English. That's just a fact. It is. Like if you are, if you work in the airline, not airline, but like mm. if you're a um, pilot or the people in the tower, you have to speak English. That's just a fact to be in the. Really? You know. Yeah. The, 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 the FAA. Yeah. As a whole, you have to speak English. That's a fact because there has to be a common language. But that's also modern day. So if, no, it's, I if it's modern, you. okay. I I'm, I can make more exceptions with the the closer we get to the. I mean, 2000s. I could care less about any of it because it's like <laughs> I totally understand why they yeah. would want to. I, I when it when it comes to these kind of period things, I I just don't. I, you know, and and I look at Inglorious Bastards as one of the uh, better ways that they used English. Is we're going to have characters speak French and German and Italian and you know and English, but then we're he, you know he's going to mix it up and we're going to. Uh, interweave who can speak what and how much they 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 know. I mean, uh, you know, I, so, there's no question that you know those are better sure. than Zizu, but like I understand why people went, especially if you're small budget. They're not going to make. They made nine million. Right. Oh wow, they made nine million <laughs> more That's, than Bo is afraid. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Really, I mean, it's an action. You know, it was an action flick. I didn't. I didn't care for it. Um, no, it was not good. I no. also saw this. I saw this at an AMC though. Oh, but I definitely. Nice. I also saw this and I. Did not like it either, mm. but not because of the language. I mean, that was that's definitely uh, top of the list uh, for me. And like, look, I, I, I kind of. You want to take a guess where the country with the second most money? Obviously, America's number one. <laughs> the second most money where uh, it made. Um, I'm gonna go with Germany. 
Finland. Damn Come it. on. Damn it. I thought that was a trick question. I really love Definitely that. thought that was you know, <laughs> that was what I was going with, and then I went, no, he's gonna he's baiting me for a reason. I don't want to be nope, wrong. I was trying to give you a win. Damn it. Uh, I'm gonna go with Finland. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah you're correct. Oh, nice. I will not edit that. That's cool. Um you know, I, I got what they were trying to do if you know, being artsy and having your main character not talk and have your your characters kind of be looking over a beautiful landscape and have this weird um soundscape on top of everything else and it just felt like it was trying it didn't nothing clicked nothing it was trying i'm glad they were trying at yeah. least. <laughs> i mean they were trying the, uh, it is weird that like they set it out in the middle of the fucking desert mm-hmm. and so like to the point where like him escaping was just was weird like i, I like john wick because it it stretches reality mm-hmm. but it doesn't like break it in half sure there's still things that you can't physically do sizu if that's how you pronounce it i have no idea <laughs> i think so uh, sounds right was just like he did stuff right in front of people and you're like that they were 20 feet away guys. <laughs> like picking up the gold nobody or like nobody saw him roll under into the oh, gosh, crap like right that. absolutely or at there's one no point he's way. literally in the middle of nowhere they're staring at him mm-hmm. so then he like throws dusts or whatever to, mm-hmm. but then it's like you still got to run like 200 yards to just be over a hill yeah <laughs> I, like that. yeah the logic was deeply flawed there was for me there was no suspension of disbelief um i don't know and and the the comedy like i i was under the impression this was going to be a lot more comedic a lot more of not necessarily a spoof or or a satire of the of the action genre but i thought it was going to have a lot more comedy in it and there were some funny moments but it was a lot more sparse um and the action to me just wasn't compelling in enough to make me really want to watch this or care about why we're watching this like we watched him walk for four minutes or something well, like that before anybody else was even around well they definitely they took the um i was not joking when i said the wild west yeah or like westerns and stuff it, they took that to an extreme it was yeah. like john wick western which gives you the very slow burn mm-hmm. you know it's got to be a huge build up there's some shots that nothing happens good bad and the ugly like you watch a dude fucking walk somewhere like, it really felt like that. Okay. That ain't my jam, though. <laughs> like, I don't like that shit. I'm not a huge fan of that. So, it also annoyed me. And I agree with you that I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's why they were doing it, is because they wanted the genre. And it felt like they did hit that Western genre. Uh, yes, absolutely. Why they, they, they decided, why they thought it would be a good idea. I <laughs> don't know where that. We can wildly speculate if we want. Sure, yeah. But I don't think we need to. <laughs> it just... Uh... Keanu Reeves was like, do this, bitch. <laughs> Um, it was just an interesting, you know, do a Western fantastic, but to set it in, in, uh, in the Northern part of Finland and or, I could at or least towards Finland, put it in like a force or something. Yeah. I, would, I would have believed him escaping more and stuff. Like I believed his, some of the action or more debris even around. It was much more like individual pockets of that was pretty good with a whole lot of crap surrounding it. Um, yeah. Crap Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say gross. Hostess needs to start up in their snacks. Then we are not sponsored by Hostess yet. <laughs> um, yeah, it uh, it felt like the uh, the filmmakers, like you said, just wanted to make a western. So make a western. That's great. Yeah, Fantastic. I don't know. I can see I can see the John Wick the John Wick bones of it, mm-hmm. but they just didn't do a good job of it. Yeah, they, they need to. So I would definitely say if someone wants to watch it, maybe wait until it's streaming. I would definitely not pay for it. Nope. But I, I can see some people, like, if you do, like, old westerns or the slow burn, 
they might like it a little bit more. And if they're more willing to suspend disbelief about, you know, him, him escaping and stuff like that. Right. Exactly. The, the rea- that reality wasn't really real. That's yes. fine. Um, yes. um, speaking of bad movies, mm-hmm. I did see there's a couple um, streamers that are a little old at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one on um, Netflix. Well, there's one on Apple TV, which is called Ghosted. Um, that is Anna Diamas, Armas, okay, and um, Chris Evans. It's like a it's like a rom com, and um, I don't know how many like cheesy holiday hallmark movies you watch but not many apple tv has decided to do it now okay because <laughs> it really felt like it was it's um anna i, I did like that they flipped the gender uh, norms mm-hmm. like so it's it's about a spy who like hooks up with somebody and that person um gets obsessed with them and then kind of like texting them all the mm-hmm. time and then they ghost and one's more of a a cactus and the other ones one's more clingy stuff like that and usually it would be the man would be the um the cia agent right and then the girl would be the one that's all clingy but they flipped it right anna's the um cia agent and um chris evans is the clingy oh, okay um, hookup yeah and i could see both those actors playing those roles pretty mm-hmm. pretty well right. they literally just did in this ah, movie called ghosted what um sounds but, like so, a, a, tell me what ghosted is about so so it's about no overall <laughs> o- overall it's like it's really not fantastic by any means mm-hmm. it um it's really you know if you like the hallmarks which uh, don't get me wrong i watch a lot of kyle will watch a lot of like hallmark uh cheesy hallmark movies around christmas and stuff so i do want to ask his opinion on it okay um it was not the worst thing in the world that I've seen, but it by no means was it a good movie. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was just kind of a production. It was just kind of there, mm-hmm. feel good. It's a little was bit. It, was it pretty predictable, like follow the same? I guess. Okay. Again, I'm, gonna, I'm not the one that's like, I don't generally like, you know, oh, this is going to happen next. This is going to happen okay. next. Okay. I just like kind of experience shit. It's so hard for me not to. No, I, yeah. yeah. You know, I'd lo- I would is. love, I would love to just watch something and go, I'm going to be surprised by everything. And I don't <laughs> yeah. care that I, you know, guess or not. And I don't know where that came from. And I don't know how to stop doing it. Yeah, I don't know. So I would assume it was I basically pretty predictable. Um, more or less, it's a Hallmark movie. All yeah, those, all the same. If I had to write it track. down, I probably could have predicted it. Um, nothing really surprising happens. But um, there, there was a Wilhelm scream. Was uh, there really? Yeah, nice. there's a Wilhelm scream in that one. It's so funny. In the same night, the two, the other one that I watched, um, Netflix. It's called We Have a Ghost. Um, they also have a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> yeah. Really? So if you, if you, somebody watches them or you watch them, mm-hmm. watch them and see if somebody else hears the Wilhelm. There's a Wilhelm scream in both, uh, we have a ghost and ghosted and ghosted, which okay. are both about, not about ghosts, but have but ghosts have in ghosts the title. And interesting. Right? Interesting. Right. And ghosted has nothing to do with the supernatural. Correct. Uh, no ghosting as in you ghost a girlfriend or something where you just stop talking to them so, or friends or well, whatever. Yeah, but like <sighs> you've never ghosted anybody. That's like kind of. Oh, not- no, I've I have. Oh, okay. And I've also been ghosted. Oh, I have no right? doubt you've yeah. been ghosted. Wow. Wow. We didn't have to go there. That's Hey-o. cool. I appreciate that. Uh, what I was going to say is if it was all supernatural, it was going to tie in beautifully into Renfield, uh, which is it deals with the supernatural and the occult. Um, I, that one to me felt a lot more like a, a satire of the. Uh, genre of the horror genre and of um, classic horror films but then it also kind of 
stopped being a satire and a comedy and was kind of more of a cheesy action yeah, flick. It did not. It didn't feel like it knew what it wanted to be personally. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I thought that the opening of uh, Nick Cage's Dracula was fantastic and hilarious. And the fact that we went back like in black and white and redid like old Dracula uh, looking film. That was fun. That was great. That was amusing. It was very amusing. And th- yeah, then it just became this kind of weird... Uh, we're going to follow Nick Holtz being whiny. Just didn't, <laughs> it did not, uh, did not live up to what it set itself up to be. And that's super irritating. Yeah. So. It definitely felt like it didn't know what it wanted to be. It went back and forth. It was like, yeah. Uh, Nicholas Holt, mm-hmm. um, was it Aquafina? Aquafina was in it also, right? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Yes. Uh, she was like the love interest. Um, yeah, it went back and forth. Kind of a romance, kind of a dark comedy whole lot more gory than necessarily it wasn't super gory yeah way more than necessary it was it was over the top but it kind of worked for how cheesy the rest of it was everything it was uh very overacted and it was not not in a bad way necessarily but it was everything was so over the top everything was so Mm. uh take it take it one step further and like you know it kind of worked when you have this hardened cop kind of just stomping like a toddler down the hallway but then when you have Nick Holt just whining for almost two hours, it get, you know, it got a little old. Um, I don't know. I felt like a, a lot of things were very uh, caricature-esque. Yes. I mean, yeah, they took all, like, yeah, they took everything and set it to, set it to 11. Yeah. Frankly. Yeah. And I was not, it's definitely, it was better than Sisu and Agreed. Ghosted. I think pers- myself personally would be in a fight with We Have a Ghost. But it, um, yeah, I don't know. Nothing special. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't, I wouldn't go to the movies to see it. No, uh, I liked Nick Cage in it. I thought his performance was the best thing about it. And, you know, that, that only can carry something so far. So we both saw Bo is Afraid. You think it was better than Bo is Afraid? I know you didn't. No, no, I would say, but it not, not, not that far away for me. <laughs> exactly. Not that far away, but I definitely think Bo is Afraid had it, had another level of, um, artistry at least baked in. Unfortunately, a lot of the execution again in Bo wasn't uh, Ooh, wasn't great either. They made way more money than. Do you want to guess how much they made? Oh, they made uh, more than the eight million. I okay, I like that. Uh, based on that reaction, I'm going to go thirty five mil because we're Ooh, in, we're in that ballpark. I went too far. Twenty four mil. Ooh, but still three times. Bo's afraid. Yeah. Nick Cage likes uh, likes money, so he's not going to. Yeah, being something that's not going to make money, apparently. Well, I mean, 24 <laughs> mil is not that crazy. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's Compared true. to Bo's Afraid, it's a lot. <laughs> or uh, Sizu. Sizu. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw an interview somewhere that he was like talking about jobs that he takes just because he has no money. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep thinking of the one uh, SNL sketch, uh, sketch on, on Weekend Update where he, he pops in and he's like, yeah. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm Nicholas Cage. This is also Nicholas Cage. I'm trying to be in every. My, my goal is to be in every movie ever made. <laughs> Very. He's getting there. He's getting pretty damn close. Yeah. Yeah. He, once he clones himself, like li- <laughs> like actual clones himself, yes. or yeah, at least yeah. robot with AI. One of those two. He will then be. I'd be okay with that. More than one Nicholas Cage. Yeah. You wanna? Yeah, because all those movies are so great. Oh, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Greatest thing ever. No, you'd, it'd be, uh, be uh, okay. being John Malkovich, but with... Uh, you'd be okay if, say, 50 robots popped out and they're all Nicolas Cage with AI. That'd be so weird. You said you'd be okay with it. I know. I said I'd be okay with him cloning himself. I don't want okay, sorry. 50, 50 robots. 
50 clones of Nicolas Cage pop up. You're okay with that? Strangely, yes. I'm okay with that. I don't know how many how many actors I'd be okay with that for. We might be able to set the uh, record for largest orgy. <laughs> that's a real thing. Really? I'm not saying anyone's names. Oh, Definitely uh, not me or anyone that's <laughs> close to me. No, no, no. But I do, I have met somebody who uh-huh. participated in the attempt to make the largest, uh, the have the largest orgy, recorded orgy. Interesting. They did it in Vegas, mm-hmm. but they got kicked out of the ballroom. When they, <laughs> well, they got, the, the, the hotel got, um, somebody started complaining because they found out what they were g- trying to do. Oh, so then they got the event snitch. canceled. And then the person said, then it, it moved. Not as many people went. Well, yeah. So they still, <laughs> they still did it, but it wasn't the largest. So, oh man, I wonder if they had enough to make it the largest originally. I believe so. I believe that was, that's I think so, that, that's I think, so irritating <laughs> I to me. I just... didn't drill down into the, uh, <laughs> the orgy stuff. But also like, what were, what were they thinking? Like, that the event was going to kick off, everyone's going to get naked and start fucking, and then the hotel was going to be like, oh, well, you're already in the act of it, so we can't stop it. Probably. Okay, cool. I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to yell at it like a ballroom full of uh, naked people having sex <laughs> and be like, get out. I mean, I at f- least it, think it's tear st- gas well, does a lot. <laughs> I don't think the record probably has length of orgy. You're just you're so, saying number of people. But yeah, so once the orgy oh, starts, the record is I broken. Got you, so I got you, I got you, yeah. if they get kicked out after that, Okay, Who cares? Whatever. We still have the record. It's probably not the first time they've been kicked out of places. <laughs> They'll do it again next year, maybe. Or attempt to, apparently. I'll have to ask that. Fucking first. snitches. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I'm actually like interested in that. The, the world-breaking things are fascinating. Because now you know we, we have Guinness and whatnot to, to look, and the internet to look up all of these random-ass world records. But when like people started recording these like in the 1800s, who fucking thought of this? Like, Hey, I bet you I can uh, get this ball in this cup well, 500 times. Well, supposedly it was bar bets, wasn't it? I was mean, it? that's why it was so from what I, you know, what from what I remember mm-hmm. hearing is that it started because it's Guinness. It started with bar bets and people in bars like trying oh. to figure out this stuff. And then Guinness started recording so that there was a record of it. Interesting. Instead of everyone. I didn't know that those uh, that was the same company. A hundred percent. Yeah, it was no, something it else. is the same company. I also <laughs> agree with you that it's like there's no way. Yeah. I've never yeah. associated Guinness Book of World Records right. with the beer company. Never. And I imagine at some point they separated. Like I'm sure there's a small <laughs> LLC somewhere, very small department like, somewhere, and they're like, "You are the record company, the uh, record record bean books keepers." Um, interesting. Do you see any of those at Alamo? Uh, yes, I saw Renfield at Alamo. Uh, the, actually, you know what? The only one I didn't see at Alamo was Sisu. When you said, hey, I saw yeah. it at AMC, I, I was AMC. like, nice. Oh, and then I went, wait a second. No, it wasn't playing at Alamo. That's, I went on, on uh, discount Tuesday though. So I, oh, thank God. Yeah. Right. I saved well, a whole, I have the A-list, so I get a movie. Did free. you, did you sign up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When'd you sign up? At some point in the past. Ah, not today, not <laughs> yesterday, uh-huh. previously before that at some point. Okay. Okay. Um, but so how you, so Alamo, do you have your uh, routine down yet? Cause uh, I always have a routine when I sit down, Okay, I sit down, I got my, my ticket pulled up on my phone. I yeah. put my credit card and I put my ID and I get the same, you know, order yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. I hand them all the stuff and I, I got my routine down. Barely. Have to uh, talk to people. Yes. But I guess I hesitate to call it a routine because I don't, I don't order that much at Alamo. Well, so I mean, it's more yeah, of like got, sitting down. down the, yes. Have, here's my ticket. No, yes. I don't want anything. No, oh, I would that like routine. I would yes. like not to put a credit card on because I'm not going to order anything. No, yes, but can I still put a credit card? I would prefer not to. No, but really, can we find here's a credit card? I imagine that's the the, the back and forth <laughs> you have with them. 
uh, it's strange that you had to ask because it seems like you were you've been there the, the every time that I've. Are you like pinging into my uh, phone audio when I'm interacting with you these don't people? Realize I'm just behind you. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that's pretty close. Yeah, so yes, I have my routine down, and that's pretty pretty accurate as to what. I tell them and, and how I, <laughs> I try. I know I have the same, or I hear other people have the same argument all the time. It's like, no, no. Can we please still put a credit card on? Um, yeah, no, I, I'm, nope, I'm good. I, you know, or, or, you know, and I even feel bad, like asking for a water sometimes. Cause I'm like, I'm, you're I'm not going to like give you any money. So you don't have to worry about me. I'm not a human, but if you bring me some water, I'd like that. <laughs> See, and to me, it's like, they're bringing <laughs> one water. Like that's, that's worth not having to tip them because that's just ridiculous. <laughs> so. Um, the, so the last one that like I want to talk about mm-hmm. that we've previously seen mm-hmm. is, um, polite society, but, um, I saw it at the Alamo. <laughs> I actually got the correct pizza. Nice. I have, <laughs> I have a, I have a problem that is really annoying. Um, I like the, the, the carnivore pizza that's there, which is just all obviously meat and everything. Right. They have two pizzas. They have the carnivore and the omnivore, which is just omnivore. is just everything on, uh, as a topping. Mm-hmm. Um, peppers, onions, a bunch of random stuff, crap that I don't like. So, but then there's also the carnivore, and I finally um actually ordered the carnivore mm-hmm. because I've been having a problem. It happened twice. The first time they brought me the omnivore, mm-hmm. and I ordered the carnivore, and I was like, "What is this shit?" <laughs> I sent it back. They made me a new one. They apologized. All this stuff. I was like, "That's just ridiculous." It's complete opposite. How would they do that? Right. Then it happened again, and I went, "This is this is." did I actually write? And then they like showed me the ticket and I wrote the wrong thing. Ah. So, and then I go, I bet you last time I also wrote omnivore. <laughs> and it's like, I've taken my dyslexia to like a new level <laughs> with an entire words, like definition. Uh-huh. I go opposite wise, I guess, apparently. So I checked like 15 times this time when I ordered my pizza. Very I was nice. like, okay, let me make sure I wrote carnivore, carnivore, carnivore. <laughs> That's how you spell it. It's okay, the same. We're yeah, good. Same thing. Would it help if they had like a stencil or something that you just put the, the paper over and you and you run the, the paper over okay, 100% okay. or they just had like a little screen that Tick I could box just or... and I could just like poke it that'd be oh, nice yeah. too I'm constantly uh, worried about misspelling stuff when I'm checking all the spelling and everything yeah. Yeah, this yeah. guy's gonna make fun of me oh but I did see but I saw Polite Society there um yeah how was that it honestly it's pretty 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 good uh, it's better way better than Ghosted or Sisu I thought it was better than Renfield oh wow okay it's, it's not like fantastic it uh imbb has a rating of 7.2 which feels about right you know in the low i would probably go high sixes low sevens ish mm-hmm. um it is it's it's a it's very interesting because it, it it feels like the style has got a whole blend of stuff like there's a little bollywood in it there's a little um because the movie i believe is out of uk um okay it's set in london um, and it's got like the Indian culture, um, in the UK, the style movie style wise though, was very unique, very, very unique that I haven't seen very many places in, in um, what way just, there is a little bit, of, there's a lot of action. The main girl wants to be a, um, a stunt, um, a stunt person. Co- yes. In, in Hollywood, um, which I is, you know, I don't see very often. It's a very good. Um, I, it felt like a good, even though I'm not a, you know, teenage girl that never came of age, <laughs> coming of age for a teenage girl, uh-huh. um, about is like her and her big sister. They're kind of going apart. 
the sisters starting to maybe like go get married or whatever. They're not, they're both not going to be this, like she's really big into her sister being an artist or sisters very depressed, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out her life and stuff. And so consequently her life kind of, um, is questioned because it's based off of her sister a lot. And, and just coming to coming to grips of what she wants to be and what she is. Good story. Um, the first two acts I really loved. The third act was kind of changed interestingly to me, but um, I definitely love the first um, two. I would suggest that for people, if you see it on streaming, definitely watch it. Um, if it's Discount Tuesday, mm-hmm. I would. I think that's worth it. I don't know full movie ticket um, if it's worth it Interesting. Uh, to see it in the theaters. And there's probably not a lot that it's like, you'd want to go see it in the theater versus on the screen. Okay. Like it is, it's got some big action um, sequences, but nothing that's like, oh, I wish I've seen this on the big screen. I got you. I mean, um, you know, I still want to support uh, the smaller artists. So oh, if I, I can, yeah. I'm going to try got, and. If you got the money to throw around. Right. Or, um, or if you have the season pass. Ooh, good point. Right, I, don't, right. I don't know how many people. Which I'm, I'm, uh, wanted to, to know. If you had an idea about how it's reported to the box office numbers, because we were touching on that earlier, since you have both passes now, both AMC and Alma, the two big ones. Like a gangster. Do they just count whatever that ticket is is supposed to be and so. then just report that would, as, as ticket sold? Honestly, I would assume that they would go, if it was me, I would count tickets mm-hmm. and then just times it by average um, price. Gotcha. If I'm like reporting. Okay. Okay. I'm very curious about that. Actually, so, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'll do some. Re- I'll do some. Try and do some research. Okay. See if I can find an answer in like six or seven weeks for you. Because I also <laughs> haven't seen. I also haven't seen Lady in the Trap live <sighs> action either. Tisk tisk. Keep meaning to. Yeah. And I keep forgetting. <laughs> I also haven't watched the DVD of Dungeons and Dragons yet either. Oh come on, man! I know that one. What do you have a life upsetting. or something? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um. So I saw I Guy Ritchie's The Covenant and. It's okay. It's it's not a great movie. It's it's a war film um with Jake Gyllenhaal leading pretty mediocre one-tone performance. Um characters really don't have a lot of depth. They especially the side characters. Uh and don't don't get me started on the on the fucking lack of women in this. The few the couple of women who are in this film are the wives and they have a couple of lines and they're there and that's it. And the wives of the military people? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, in fairness to them, mm-hmm. it is set in the military, which is vastly predominant men. True. And Afghanistan. Also which, true, which, you know, shows <laughs> we don't on need to get into that. <laughs> but what I what what irritates me is it's like trying to be progressive and trying to say, hey, you, you know, not just white people are, can can be good people. And, you know, everyone has a little bit of a, of a past. And because that seems to be mm-hmm. what a lot of you seem annoyed by that. No, I see. I'm annoyed by. It didn't actually do that. It just kind of, uh, you know, touted that, um, hey, we're super progressive. But then Gyllenhaal's the only one who can seem to be doing anything right. He's the one who saves the day at the, at you know, in the very end. Um, you know, it's it's this. Well, so we kind of get into one one of the um, when you're making a movie. Mm-hmm. Who do you make it? What's what do you make it for anybody? You make it for your demographic. You make it. You should aim it towards a certain. So, like, what's the point? Like, so what I'm saying is, like, war movies. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't have numbers. Pure speculation. Mm-hmm. I would assume mostly 
like middle-aged white men go see war movies. Mostly. I would, I would say that's correct. Movies, correct. Yeah, I, w- I would assume that's so correct. So I would assume if they want to make money and at least make their money back, they'd have to angle it towards those middle-aged white men. Which is unfortunate. Which is unfortunate because I think there's a lot of stories and a lot of, of characters even that we're not looking at or shining a light on in the slightest or paying attention to because we're catering to the same audience over and over and over who just want to see basically the same the same story or the same well but type so, of movie but i i think this was his like attempt to go half and half it really wasn't even half and half it well, just i thought it, i because like they made the guy that they all want to see the yeah. hero but then uh through it i felt like they're going to make the other guy a good guy and show these people that these guys are actually very great humans also not really okay. not really yeah and that's what i that's what i mean like that i agree with you that's kind of how i went in uh, what I perceived from the, from the trailers and and uh, the little bits that I had seen, and that really wasn't it. I mean, so the movie is about um, this um, uh, group of guys who are fed up with not finding any you know weapons of mass destruction or weapons in general or anything. In all of their intel is is shit. So they go outside the lines to try and find uh, weapons dealers. They go and get ambushed. Um, the entire team gets killed except for two. You know the two guys. Uh, Jill and Hall and and the other one, uh, I can't even remember his name. And then for forty minutes or so, it's uh, it's him trekking through the desert and and bringing Jake Gyllenhaal's character back to the base. And then for the for the last forty minutes, it's Jake Gyllenhaal sitting there feeling bad about sitting at home while the other guy is still in Afghanistan and and uh, his family didn't get to leave. So then Jake Gyllenhaal is the only one who can save the day because nobody else cares. Nobody else wants to help the person who saved this, this, uh, can't remember what his title is, commander, uh, saved this guy's life. Nobody, nobody gives a fuck. So he takes it, takes it into his own hands and, you know, saves the day. It's not great. It doesn't really say a lot. It doesn't use a lot of the characters that they, you know, have at their disposal or a lot of motivations. Um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty standard war film and it's, uh, it could have been a lot better. I think. Let me look at, let's see it as, Ooh, wow. You will not like the IMDb rating. You want to guess? Oh boy. You will not. Are like we in, it. are we in the eighties? I'm going to go in. I mean, 8.3 for IMDb. You are correct. <laughs> nice. Well, it's 8.2. Damn it. Sorry. It's so close. It's going broad. Sorry. Also, I find it weird that um, the director is a British dude making a uh, American military. Yeah, yeah. It made fifteen million. Wow. All domestic. Wow. Yeah. Don't feel like there's much of a market. Half a million internationally. <laughs> I don't feel like there's much of a market hey, for it from, elsewhere. Uh, United Arab. Emirates, oh nice very which nice makes sense. yeah lithuania made about 40 million uh, 40 thousand in lithuania <laughs> jesus go ahead what else did you see so i also saw i was on a little bit of a horror kick um i saw oh, the dead is sorry yeah so I, <laughs> before that i saw pulse which is uh from 1991 Ooh. i think 90 or ni- one of the 90s um and it's a japanese horror film 
It was touted as one of the best horror films of all time, and I was... I'm going to guess, wait, hmm? you'd hated it. No, I mean, I didn't hate it. I was just <laughs> bored by it. I kept waiting for the horror to happen. Um, it was supposed to be more of a, of a psychological thriller where um, if, you, if you watch uh, this... So it's set in the, in the early 90s, right? Or also, in the 90s. you got to remember in general, mm-hmm. it's the 90s, so it's... True, exactly. So I'm not sure if maybe I'm just so desensitized to it, or if I've just yes. seen everything that it like it inspired. Um, on in you know, with, Renfield with... was a comedy, and think <laughs> of the horror that was in there. True, <laughs> the gore, True. And yeah, and came from somewhere. Um, but this one, uh, if you if you watched, no, a certain... I mean like that, like it was so gory uh-huh. and horror filled in a goddamn comedy. So it's like nowadays everything oh, is that's so extreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Everything's got to be balls to the wall. Rotten Tomato loves it, which I don't know. Maybe, maybe if I 80s. No, what? Sorry. Go ahead. I'm listening. It's uh, if you watched a certain video or you went to a certain website, it would basically uh, drive your mind, drive you insane and you would kill yourself. Is this is this the beginning of ring? Kind of. Is that where ring came from? Maybe what the ring is or vice versa. Um. And then, and yeah, your spirit gets trapped, and so it's just this journey of following this group of friends or group of coworkers who, you know, pass along this virus, basically, and I kept waiting for the horror to happen. Like, I wasn't waiting for, like, jump scares or something, but I was just waiting for something more, and it was, you know, it was okay. It was done really well. Um, for the time period, it was it was fun to look back and... And see, you know, the old technology and people like not knowing how to use a mouse and stuff like that. Um, but overall, it was meh. Um, the uh, where did you watch it on? That I saw at Alamo. Oh, was that Alamo? Yeah, they had a they had a uh, one night. Wow, and... you're bashing it in front of all them too. What's that? You're bashing it in front of all these people yeah. that showed up to. Yeah, yeah. I, I I said, guys, before you leave, let me tell you why you didn't like this. <laughs> Everyone get in line. I'll tell you individually if you want, or I can, you all can group together and I'll tell you all at the same time. You guys suck. It is uh, <laughs> r- the ring um, uh-huh. came out in 2002. Okay, um, so it, yeah, that was definitely inspired. By... Yeah, it probably is. I thought I remember something calling like Ringu or something, or Ringo um, being the the inspiration but this definitely sounds like it. interesting because the ring is definitely you watch mm-hmm. the video and then you start getting haunted yeah well it's not so much you, you that uh, these people were getting haunted it was literally like they were killing themselves and then nothing, disappearing nothing crawled out of a uh no TV nothing nothing crawled out but the uh monitor did turn on a couple of times by itself um yeah i mean it was you know it, it had some creepy moments but overall meh um, the one that I really liked that I, that I saw horror wise was evil dead rise. Thought it was uh, uh, a modern day, like classic look at the eighties horror genre. Evil dead. Exactly. But I mean, you know, <laughs> was um, it campy like the, like the earlier? No, evil it dead wasn't. It wasn't anywhere near as campy. There were some bits that were, um, there wasn't a lot of character depth. Evil there dead wasn't rise, a lot of, right? yes, evil dead rise. There wasn't a lot of character depth necessarily. Um, there wasn't a lot of plot, you know, in terms of length of story, it was really quick into, all right, so this is, this is, uh, the, the thing that they find, this is what happens. And then this is how they deal with it. And for what it was, I, you know, it was great. Um, (laughs) dialogue was okay. The gore was, was way over the top. Uh, but in the best way, the, the visual effects and the makeup uh, was stunning 
Um, it was very crisp, very clean, um, felt like an Evil Dead movie, but it really just kind of paid um, paid honor to the existing IP. It didn't necessarily, you know, rip anything directly from the uh, the originals, but it, you know, there was a chainsaw, there was um, there was a shotgun, you know, it had it had elements of of the classic Evil Dead horror, um, but then it really was its own movie in and of itself, and I really liked that. We have the winner for um, of the movies that we've talked about. Most money. Oh, nice. Do you know how much it made? Um, I want to say it's last time I looked, it was in like the forties, which is pretty insane for a hundred and sixteen million. Hundred and sixteen million total worldwide. But yes, Jesus Christ. Yep. Well, fifty-five it, mil, and that's part of the reason why A twenty-four like wanted to take a fifteen bows afraid. Yeah, uh-huh. but that's why they wanted to take a shot on Bo is because uh, Ari's last couple of films were the horror genre make make them cheap and everyone goes to see them and you but know you didn't make it cheap it just they didn't Bo make was it afraid cheap. was a completely opposite thing <laughs> exactly so if we may if we uh spend a lot then no one's gonna see it that's that's how that works we, the the earliest release was in france was this a french movie i don't think so what was production company was it um you, you have uh, quicker access to answers than <laughs> i do i'm looking <laughs> I did not expect you to answer that. Uh, I, yeah, definitely some of the lines that I remember from the trailer, because I didn't see it, um, were interesting. I would say sketchy in terms of the countries of origin mm-hmm. on IMDb says New Zealand and Ireland. Interesting. wonder which, why. I mean, it wasn't that it was um, you know, super, shot, super, you know, bone rattling, scary. Um, and it wasn't as, like you said, as campy as the originals. But it was somewhere in between. Um, it was a good horror film. It was a good action. Um, it, it was enjoyable and entertaining the whole way through. But they really put those characters through hell and back. Um, I've not found production company. I think they're just saying the country origin because it was shot in mostly New, uh, New Zealand. Interesting. Which, which feels weird to me because wasn't it mostly in a theater? I mean, in a room? Uh, yeah, most of it. It was a... Um, so it has There's to be a little like bit that was done on a lake. I, I I guess maybe that's where where it was, or I don't know. Did they all speak English in regular accents? Yes, in in uh, American accents. Yes. Hmm. Could be that that's where the uh, the producer is from or the director is from. I, I, no, they <laughs> honestly, don't, they I don't definitely know. <laughs> they don't do it that way. Um. It was it was it was good. It was enjoyable, and what I what I liked the most is that it didn't rely on jump cuts or jump jump scares to you know infuse the horror. It just I will went say with the, it. I will say the director is Irish. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So they shot it in New Zealand, and he's Irish. So I guess it's New so that's, Zealand. Yeah. That's Irish. <laughs> that is obnoxious. Anyways, yeah. So. so, but you like that was your favorite of the ones that we yeah. At least that's the one. About. Yeah, the, the probably probably that may maybe air, but you know we, we don't need to get into that one. You like air more than. So it was like right after one of the air or this one was your two favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Of the uh, smaller ones recently. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Do you see um, the trail? I know I mentioned earlier about um, Astro City, uh, Asteroid City, mm-hmm. and you're so excited for it, right? Yes. I'm very excited for that, but I like Wes Anderson. Yeah. Like, a lot. It is definitely like when I watched the trailer, I was like, either it's Wes Anderson Mm -hmm. or it's somebody doing the most intense Wes Anderson impersonation I've ever seen. And it's crazy how he has such a distinct style. And it feels more like Wes Anderson doing an impersonation of Wes Anderson. That's what it feels like. (laughs) 
It feels like he is like, I'm going to be the most Wes Anderson you've ever seen in your entire life. And <laughs> I have a brand and I'm sticking to it. Oh, my God. I'm going to go <laughs> turn it to 11. I'm, I'm very much like, by no means do I think he's bad or I, I do think he's a good and his movies are fine. But I associate it with um, in and out where all oh. I hear about is how fucking amazing mm-hmm. um, his movies are mm-hmm. and how good in and out is. And then I go and I go to it. I'm like. Yeah, it's pretty good, but I wouldn't put it above anything else. Really, I think it is across the line. It's a, it's different, and I everybody craves different. Yeah, even though it's Wes Anderson isn't different. Yeah. it's like you're gonna see the same formula you've seen every other Wes Anderson. Right, but everyone's gonna be okay with it this time because it's Wes Anderson. And apparently, yeah. when he gets to do a formula over and over again, it's fine. But anyways, um, it's gonna be good. But I don't. I feel like it's everyone just raves like it's the greatest. Ever. I think it's because he has such a distinct style and you know, when when he was making films to begin with, it was so different that yeah, he's definitely rid, ridden this wave um of of success and of hey, I have a brand and hey, I have this you know, this this way that I I want things to look. But I see what you're saying. I see that, you know, it is pretty much the same thing, time in and time out. Um but it's fun. It doesn't take itself super seriously. You know, it, it involves a lot of, or it takes itself way too seriously. I, I, I'm laughing because we could copy paste this and just mm-hmm. put it for Marvel movies. Yeah. And it is, it has a style. It sticks with it. Doesn't take it too seriously. And, it, you know, everyone loves it because it's so, you, you know. <laughs> um, so is there anything that coming up that you're, uh, that you're looking forward to? Uh, honestly, I, and I think I'm too amped for this. Which is weird because it's past lives. Uh huh. The uh, it's weird to say this, you know, romance movie that's coming out on Amped for. I guess I'm just excited. <laughs> romance drought. Are you gonna Are you gonna cosplay? Ooh, maybe. I think I might get thrown out if I cosplay <laughs> as a South Korean person. Oh, I I thought you were gonna cosplay as the uh, husband who's holding her back from her childhood love. Is he? I don't know. I, I can't don't know. Te- I can't tell from the trailer because he's like, well, right in the movie, I would be the angry American. Right? So <laughs> man. which? Yeah, and so w- which way I'm are they ex- going to go? I don't know. I'm excited to go on the journey. I have no predetermined destination, so I'm just excited to see. I I'm personally a South Korean film fan. Yeah, like he, I like their style. So. I watch a ton. Not a ton. A ton might be a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot in, in the past. You know, depends on who you're talking to. General, uh, general yes, movie fan. You you're, yes, you, you watch them a ton. Maybe I'll go out of my way to go watch it down in Arapaho, the mm-hmm. one that I used to watch all of the. Uh, oh yeah, that they would show a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. They were so good. I'll go down and watch it that just for old time sakes. I'm but, looking forward to uh, Blackberry. That one looks uh, in, like an interesting that one looks, expose. That one on, does very look very interesting. I'm, I don't know how I feel about that. One I'm yet. I'm more looking forward to see how Glenn Howerton performs if he's gonna be if he because for what 15 16 coming up on 16 seasons of always Always sunny Sunny. yeah what was the uh what's his character name uh dennis Uh, dennis reynolds yeah you're right um yeah it's it's hard to see actors not be that character they've played for so long so i this one seems like a uh blackberry seems like a, a departure from that in an entirely different character and yet somehow strangely the same yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's definitely hard to when they have iconic roles also to see them as yeah. anything other yeah. than the iconic role. So, well, yeah, we'll see. Is that is that coming in theaters or is that a that streamer? One I, that one I think is a limited theatrical release, which I think Alamo has some showings, I believe. Oh, really? Um, Interesting. 
but I think it's it's a week. I don't know how Alamo does that. Does do, do you know? Does Alamo schedule out week by week, or do they set a theatrical run until uh, it no longer is financially beneficial? Um, I believe now. I mean, this is just speculation, but I believe they write all the movies down mm-hmm. on a piece of paper and mm-hmm. put them in a hat. Okay, and then if you are the first person to show up on Monday morning, you get the draw, Ooh. and then that's the following week. Is that's what they show? Interesting. That's a that's an uh, an odd strategy, but it also somehow seems, seems on work. brand. It seems to work, though. <laughs> I mean, you haven't been upset by anything. Um, there are showing. So. There are no, well, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if that's how they choose their special um, movies of the month. Huh, sometimes I do feel like that. Right? Sometimes we're we're watching the theme. And I'm like, nah, it doesn't feel like it matches. Up. <laughs> like I, I get. Uh, you know, the couple of Nicolas Cage ones around when Renfield was, was released. Like, I kind of mm, get yep, those yep. little ones, right? But, yeah, uh, overall. Looks like Blackberry is going to be released on May 12th. Um, so, it should be already out by the time you guys hear this. <laughs> More than likely. Um, let's see, what else? Like uh, Fool's Paradise is coming out as well Ooh, this I am weekend. actually very excited about Fool's Paradise. Yeah, that I one want to see. Um, I saw What's-His-Face is in it. Yeah, another another always sunny alum, uh, Charlie Day. I was going by the uh, the dead guy. Oh, that's right, Ray what? Liotta. Yeah, Ray that's Liotta. Right. He's still in that. Mm-hmm. He's still apparently he's still got another thing coming out too. Man, he's just never going to stop acting. I right, he always working. Period. <laughs> never not working. There's a uh, there's the obvious Fast X, which I'm mm-hmm. going to go see mm-hmm. and I will enjoy because I'll turn my brain off and enjoy some stupid ass shit and. Maybe laugh a little bit when I'm not supposed to, but it is what it is, and I uh, I enjoy myself. Depends on how many people are in the theater. I think at that point, I will still laugh. Nice, nice. Uh, May, that's May nineteenth, okay, roughly. Uh, week after that's Little Mermaid. Ooh, Little Mermaid, which is definitely looking better. I it's always interesting to me. I would love to do a comparison. Like I should start saving old trailers for mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. To compare against the newer trailers, and the CG feels like it always gets so much better. Yes, I 100% agree because they've had more time to polish it. They've had more time to uh, really make it what they want to and not just be like, hey, by the way, we've definitely got something on the table we can put out there. Mm-hmm. You Okay, so this this is a, a perfect of, uh, you need to help me figure out when to watch this. Okay. Because <laughs> I would like to go see it, uh-huh. but either I go see it at like... At night or something with a bunch of families and kids and stuff, or I go during the day with probably still some families and kids. Is it weirder if it's a packed house with families and kids and I'm with them, or is it weirder when it's only like 12 and I'm like one row away from some family with little kids? Which <laughs> I, one's weirder? I think that's the weirder I one. I also will be drinking during the day, too. Ooh, nice. That's definitely going to be the weirder one. Okay. So I got to um, go see it at night then. No, no, no I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to say that. Um, it's definitely going to be a lot uh, louder at night. Yes, they all, all of them then will annoy me. And a lot more difficult to pay attention to the movie. However, when you see it with a smaller crowd, I feel like you're going to be um, nitpicking at every little thing that that, uh, that one person does a lot easier than when there's a cacophony of those little uh, instances that, that you could nitpick at. Mm. That's a good point. That's a good I point. think it's weirder to go during the day. Screw you, man. <laughs> Movies are a night thing, man. You can't walk out of a dark theater and then it's daytime and then you have like hours before bed. You got to go the rest of my day to do stuff. I love it. 
It is interesting. You go predominantly during the night. That's obviously. all. Yeah, that's you also true. Mm-hmm. More nine to five. Mm-hmm. And I go significantly earlier. Than significantly. That. And I got earlier. like the whole rest of my day to do stuff. It's fantastic. It does allow for uh, disc golf. Well, it allows for a lot of life, but it also allows for uh, the movie to sink in longer before sleeping. So you can think about a lot more. True. True. true, true. <laughs> Um, have you seen, have you seen any trailers for the machine? This is, I can't imagine it's not going to make a lot of machine. Mean, I can't imagine it's going to make much money. So Bert Kreischer. Oh my God. I was about to ask yeah, you. No, that's what it that is. That is the 100%. The only thing I could yeah, think of. That's what it, his story <laughs> of the machine. They made it into a movie apparently <laughs> and it's coming out. Right, uh, it's right. going to be competing uh-huh. with little mermaid. So Ooh. I'm going to put my money on little mermaid. I'm going to go. Little mermaid's going to make a hell of a lot more. Uh, you know, it'll be close though. I feel like the machine I might enjoy better. Eh, I don't know, but <laughs> it will be a very unique story though. Yeah, it is true. Except for technically it, we've heard, I've it, heard it, it. We've heard it from him. How many times? I've heard it. How many times? Uh, very true. I am also very past it. I hope that, I hope that they do, uh, just an over-the-top job with it. I hope it goes so much further than Mark just like... Mark Hamill's in it. Yeah, I think they are. Oh, okay. Mark Hamill's in it, so... Because that seems like his style of... I mean, wh- they can't take it seriously. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, if you take it seriously, it, it uh, robs the whole humor of it, I think. So if you go way over the top, like like uh, the ending of Weird Al's uh, movie, I think that that... Weird the Al, Al Yankovic story. That type of... Farce, I guess? I don't know. Agreed. So another <laughs> another one that I am super super excited for is um, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Ooh, I fucking love the first one. Did you? Yeah. Um, I, if people haven't seen it, go watch the first one. Personally, I think. Um, and then two again is one of them that I might be too amped for, and I'm probably going to be too amped going in, and I'll be disappointed because <laughs> my expectations will be skyrocket. What are you looking forward to? About about this one, um, I'm I'm looking forward to the movie coming out. Very nice, and then, Very nice. There and then being able another to see movie. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about that. Um, you know, just to be in the universe again. Mm-hmm. I like the storytelling. So I'm hoping it's you know the animation looks super unique in a way that uh, I'm hoping they it did... feels kind of comic booky. Yes. Oh, very comic booky. Yeah. And it's very interesting. It, like they do the style. Like uh, my mom watched it. She started it but mm-hmm. couldn't deal with the animation because it, it is intre- it is unique well because it's like the vert to do um out of focus in the background it's mm-hmm. more just like they put kind of lines through some shit oh but that it's, kind it of, is okay. so it okay. is very interesting it's very unique and i don't see it very often but uh, frankly i love the first one so i want the first one and just again <laughs> i just want to see a different yeah. you know another movie of the first one interesting i would just <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it so i want more of it okay so, okay um Fingers crossed that I'm not. You did you see the first one? No, I haven't. I've only seen a couple of scenes, um, so I need to find where where I can watch it because I've wanted to watch it since it came out, and I know that it was on Netflix for a good a good long time. I believe it's, it's on, not on Netflix. I anymore. believe it's on Disney, but I'm looking up right now. That would be nice. I feel like the only Spider Mans that are on Disney Plus are the Tom Holland Spider Mans, but I'm also hoping I'm wrong about that. Because I like Sam Raimi, and the Sam Raimi ones were a lot better than people I, give it credit for. However, I agree, I agree that the first one is very good. Yeah, the the other That's two where are, I stop. The other two are meme worthy. I will give you that. It is nowhere. 
So you have to Fantastic. buy it. Fantastic. So um, suck it. I'd rather not. But I'd like to see this movie. I'd li- I, that, that still remains. So um, when does, when does, in what is it, Across the Spider-Verse? When, when does that come out? That one will be coming out June 2nd. Ooh. Got a couple weeks. Did you know there's a Stan Lee documentary coming out? I'm not excited about this. But did you know there's a Stan Lee documentary? Oh, I, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> did you ask me? Did you actually ask me a question? It's, that, it's that part of the night. You you didn't answer quick enough. Uh, the, uh, the, no, I did not know there was oh, a interesting. documentary coming out. I am legitimately excited about um, the blackening. Yes, that one looks fucking hilarious. Yeah, June sixteenth. Uh, it's coming out. The blackening. Um, still looking forward to, uh, to Oppenheimer and Barbie. I'm less excited about Barbie now that I've seen the extended trailer. Barbie, but, um, yeah. Barbie confuses the hell out of me. Like I've said, is I refuse to bet against Greta Gerwig because mm-hmm. she's gonna have to show me a bomb before I bet against her. Yeah. But what in the fuck is Barbie gonna be? I uh, right. It seems so weird. Like one is weirdly like sentient <laughs> than the rest of them. There's a whole lot of like cheeky tongue and cheek jokes about sex and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So about, I don't know what the demographic is. Are they trying to get kids and then the parents also enjoy it? I think it's the other way around. I think it's more of an adult movie that kids can see. Like it's not a kids movie with adult humor, like, you know, sprinkled in. I think it's a, an adult movie with, 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 with kids, kid characters. In? <laughs> I God, I hope not. That'll be interesting. God, I hope not. Like, graphic sex scenes but then a little toy dog comes out and they're like no it's okay <laughs> graphic sex scenes between dolls they're with characters sure yeah or i mean i'd watch laying that. on top of each other <laughs> but they're they're all talking they're all like oh i'll beat you off and all that beat you off and yes stuff like that. yes that's right it'll be interesting it'll be interesting because oppenheimer and barbie are going to come out at the yep. same time same time um i don't know i feel like that's going to be one of the one of the best weekends for movies i think that i'm gonna try and see a double feature fuck it i want to believe that oppenheimer will win but i'm not positive (laughs) um i i just had a weird face that you might have seen because i was looking at barbie Mm -hmm. and they listed the uh stars and the and uh i didn't know will ferrell was in it oh what john cena's in it Interesting. Helen Mirren's the uh, narrator. I didn't realize that. I didn't know there was a narrator. Hmm. Hey, and so this is a perfect wraparound. Wraparound? R- reach around? Uh, Ritu Aria. Ritu Aria mm-hmm. is in Barbie. She's also in Polite Society. Hey! Hey-o! Wrap that shit up. Smack a done sticker on it. And- <laughs> Slap a stamp on it and stick that shit in the mail. I don't know. Something like that, right? Oh, hey. Um, the last thing before we get out. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Dune trailer? No, I did not. Okay. I honestly didn't even know that the second trailer had dropped. I did. Honestly. How is it? Um, It looks interesting. I'm super excited about. I honestly, I think sound is going to be such a gigantic part of it because you're going to be in this desert mm-hmm. and it's going to be damn near an animation movie in terms of like sound wise mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to use anything from production so i'm so excited like at the very minimum don't care about the story any of this stuff i'm 
the most excited about is just hearing the worms, whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, just booking it across the sand and hearing what they've decided to make these sound like and stuff. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm excited about that at the very least, the cinematic, the soundscape and um, seeing that. Yeah. And yeah. I, the scale of it is absolutely something I'm looking forward to. Um, sound was a huge factor in the last one, but uh, more so uh, character sound and their thoughts and how the world kind of, they interacted with the world. This one is much more, I feel like, about the world and not necessarily about the characters. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they do all this stuff. And I guess him being like put into their culture and everything. Mm-hmm. So we got a little bit of it at the uh, end of the first movie. Yeah. So I think if you like the end part of the first movie, I think they're going to be you're going to be right on board for this second movie. Yeah. And if you like the first part, I don't know how much you're going to like the. The second, movie. I think that this one's a lot is going to be a lot more action packed because um, it felt like the first one was setting up a lot of uh, backstory and characters, and it was a lot more setup. And now this one's going to have a lot less to do with setup and plot, and a lot more of just things happening. I don't know. All right, I got to watch this movie again because I don't remember. Like, <laughs> it was a long movie it. too. It was very long. It was, but I also like I, I saw stopped it. it at the uh, city being attacked. Uh, maybe you know. a part three. Um, because I I remember seeing it in theaters. Dune one part one. <laughs> Dune one part two. Dune one part three. Dune two part one part three. Chapter six. <laughs> Speaking of which, chapter three we should be coming out soon. Yes. Um, won't be coming out. Maybe it'll be coming out. Chapter three should be coming out at some point. I'm not really sure. I do know next week though, you're gonna you're gonna get to hear Jeff and Brandon <laughs> talk about one of a Netflix movie. Um well actually I'll just everyone watch uh Inception mm-hmm. for preparation for Brandon and Jeff gushing for six hours, I think, and then I'll cut it down to an hour and a half, I'm and sure. Remember where you got that idea from of to watch this movie. Somebody planted that it wasn't me. inside of your head. I didn't say anything. Or did I say anything? Ooh, I guess we'll find out. Ooh. All right, check us out on Twitter and Facebook and all the other socials. And, you know, say hi once in a while. <laughs> <laughs>